Welcome back to the Transformers Nip Curse Podcast show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 26 of season one of Beast Wars. It is the last episode of Beast Wars. Season one. Other Voices, part two. Part one was written by Larry Dottilio and Bob Ford. Two names we know well from this uh, season. Yes, uh, yes. And uh, it was directed by Colin Davies. This one is written just by Larry Dottilio and directed by Ezekiel Norton. Bob had the day uh, off. And in the last episode, uh, Other Voices Part 1, the long-awaited alien entity we've been waiting for him all season finally landed on the planet only to reveal that they wanted to terminate the experiment. Yep. And uh, they also turned the moon into a Death Star. Yep, they are uh, starting over. They're hitting the reset now, button. Now, in this episode, the moon begins to radiate energies like it's a ball of light. The the light cracks that came through in the last one mm. becomes a ball of light and starts... Is it starts shooting the planet now? It starts zapping the planet, yeah. Because yeah. uh, Tigertron and Cheetah are, are out looking at it, and Tigertron calls it the light at the end of the world. Like, oh, how poetic. Like, even in, <laughs> even in the face of certain doom, he's... Yeah. Uh, so the, oh yeah they witness this and oh optimus then he radios them to return to base yeah and he he had, believes that rhinox will have an answer for this completely unaware that rhinox is out cold yep and uh errors with them oh, and yeah. uh, at predacon headquarters pterosaur um well uh, i guess this like the the beam kind of goes back into space and yep. pterosaur sees this happen he's like oh the aliens are leaving we must have scared them away and megatron's <laughs> like don't be so fucking stupid like no and, and then uh scorponok points out uh, the moon is gone uh, the aliens must have destroyed it and megatron calls him an idiot and he's like you imbeciles it was never a moon and it is not gone yeah <laughs> zoom in and when they do um it's i don't know how to describe this man like the the there's a smaller sphere there and it turns into a big ring, and then the center of it mm. is another sphere that, like, inverts in segments and becomes a satellite dish that's gold? Yeah. Is that... Yeah, I just wrote down that it turns into something that looks like it's aiming at them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Megatron calls yeah, it the yeah. instrument of their <laughs> destruction, because I knew you'd have a way better description than what I could come up with. It's very much the style of that 90s animation where it was like, oh, we can just fractally break a sphere into all these slices and then just rotate them all and make weird shapes yeah. and it kind of resembles a satellite dish so they're using every 3ds max trick in the book exactly <laughs> uh so megatron orders their base lock down the shields, the shields up and uh program activate zero or not program computer activate program zero hour and then he <laughs> is this when he finds oh he starts scanning tarantulas and black arachnia in the maximal base mm. and we go there where tarantulas uh, is readying this stasis pod he's getting it going and black arachnia is still playing the sultry vixen and trying to be like oh it's gonna be cozy with just two of us yeah it might be romantic and he's like there's no time for that <laughs> it's yeah, like I, I don't know why she thinks this is going to work it's her putting the moves on him has never worked once this season no and he's just like i don't have time for your banter this is important work and then she just starts walking away and she's like don't worry you're not gonna have to listen to my banter much longer pulls up her gun and turns around to shoot him but then inferno the idiot ant comes through the wall yeah exactly and 
blows her away. And then uh, he and Tarantulas and Inferno have a bit of a standoff where Inferno gets distracted by his communication device. Tarantulas tries to throw that boomerang thing at him, grapple hook. Yeah, but he catches it like between his hands. Like he yeah. just claps his hands and stops it right in front of him. He's like, whoa, that's some good reflexes there. But. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, this was when uh, I was saying in the last episode, Tarantulas uses his spider leg guns and it just bounces off Inferno and he's like, ting, 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 like, you cannot defeat the colony. Oh, and then uh, Inferno lights him on fire and tarantula just starts screaming and runs out of the room hits and, uh, a wall and yeah. knocks himself out but this fire was different the first time we saw inferno use fire it was like a particle system of just you know glowing red stuff that came out of the the gun yeah this one from the mainly it's because it's a static shot so they can control the angle you see it from but it's a video of fire <laughs> yeah so when inferno waves his his flamethrower across the screen is a great shot of him kind of masked and hidden partially behind these yeah, flames. It's really very neat. realistic looking flames as they look up. Um, and then, uh, oh, we go back to Megatron who's watching this, the monitor still. And then he finds out, Oh, Ma- Tarantulas and black Arachne are out. And, uh, the stasis. Not functional. Yeah. And, and Megatron is like, what did that idiot do? And he realizes, Oh shit, I should not have sent Inferno. No. <laughs> and commercial break. And when we come back, Optimus air razor rat trap, they arrive at maximum HQ yeah, and their home. shields are down. And, uh, rat trap's like, yeah, by the way, one of the moons is missing too. <laughs> Don't know if you noticed. And, uh, <laughs> air razor can see Cheetor and, Tigertron approaching. Oh, this is good. Rat Trap's like, great, we can all die together. <laughs> the two of them together are like, shut, shut up, Rat, rat Trap. trap. <laughs> <laughs> say it. But back inside, Black Arachne is like trying to stop Inferno from whatever he was trying to like. She's climbing up the wall and she jumps down on him. It looks like she bites the back of his neck. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, she's going to infect him with her cyber venom. They have a great fight then. They get like Matrix style. Yeah, he throws her off and she terrorizes and he starts shooting and he's she's dodging all his shots and he finally gets her on the ground with his gun to her head. But then she slips out from under that too. She like, she flips over him, takes, yeah, takes his gun and lands his gun to his head. And there's this long pause where they just look at each other and then she blows him away. Boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. She is a fucking ninja. <laughs> <laughs> and she, then she even says something like, like never turn your bullet back on a widow or something. <laughs> he has a really cool line. She just kicks his head across the room. <laughs> um, so she connects. She uses Tarantulas' visor. I guess she connects to his subconscious or something to figure out how to yeah, learn. To f- she says she needs his data to, yeah. to, to finish okay, the ship okay. so she can escape the planet. Yeah, she's like, sorry, partner. But it's like yeah, a nightmare. And now just she's in some kind of virtual reality reality yeah. gathering ingredients and things but all these faces of tarantulas keep popping up and they're like laughing at her and taunting her and they scare out of it she just rips the glasses off yeah. which is a no-go this so last episode was really great just because it's a two-parter i'm going to take the time to say this one isn't as good it feels like there's no real ticking clock mm. like you know when we get we get to a there's, point there's later, no urgency yeah exactly we get to a point later where the planet's on fire and air razor and rat trap are assigned to look for you know, search the hallways for Predacons. And it's just like, (laughs) there are bigger things that anyway. Yeah. Um, this is kind of where it starts where, 
uh, the, with these setups and don't get paid off. She freaks out from these uh, tarantulous visions. And then we cut to her in the real world and she uh, rips the goggles off and ah, screams. But later on, she's just going to know how to do everything anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so the Maximals arrive in the command room and they find Dinobot and Rhinox webbed up to the ceiling. Yeah, because uh, one of them steps in something, I think, and then they, they look up. Yeah. And they're both stuck in spider webs to the ceiling. Yeah. And uh, Optimus tells Cheetor and Tigertron to, you know, get those two into the, he just calls it the R chamber this time well, it wasn't at the cr chamber for something but but and then he uh yeah rat trap air razor go search the base for predacons yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah well this was what i was talking about and they anyway the the alien ray from the what did you call it the thing that looks like it'll destroy them what did you call it <laughs> this thing that's aiming at them yeah. i think i called it so the thing that's aiming at them <laughs> shoots at them and uh it basically just starts cooking the planet um, and charging up all the energon. So I think the plan is just to overheat the planet and the energon blows up and everybody's dead. I guess that's what they're doing because, yeah, the planet's being superheated. It's at 140 rads, mm. which, by the way, is 8,021 degrees because to convert from radians to degrees, you multiply by 180 and divide by pi. Uh, ah, trigonometry. Uh, never mind. Um, so uh, I think we have a commercial break. And then um, we come back and the planet is like falling apart a la the search for Spock. Pretty much. And um, the Megatron is he has a little moment where he's like, they're going to destroy this entire planet and all the life on it just because of us. I have to admire that ruthlessness. Yeah. Oh, I do like them. Yes. <laughs> but Pterosaur doesn't like this. None of his Waspin haters. They're both freaking out. Scorpionox like, Megatron will save us. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, uh, no. I think uh, not. And he tells them that he's like, oh, it's all on Tarantulas now. Yep, I gave that job to him. Sorry. So let's check on that. And they check on <laughs> yeah, it. And the, him on the, the maximal shields are back up. And he's like, no. Yeah, the computer's like, I can't do that, Dave. <laughs> he's like, I don't I don't know really what his plan is. And even later when it comes to fruition, it doesn't make sense. Mm. I, I just feel like they were like every once in a while in the script put Megatron has a plan. And then when he said, see, I have a plan, we'll go, ah, I remember when he, I heard he had a plan. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we go to Rat Trap and Air Razor. Uh, they're yep, patrolling. They're going down the hall, guns out. and uh, As the planet is falling apart. Yep, because, you know, priorities. And yeah. make, uh, Black Arachne gets everything online. We cut to her with the stasis pod. Just as the two Maximals put their guns to her head and she looks at them and she's like, uh... Did you know we have a truce? Yeah, because uh, she mentions, oh, I got finally got her something. Air Rangers was like, hooray for you. And it's like, yeah. Do you know we have a truce? Yeah. So, and then the planet surface like begins to ignite. Fires just start everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's now at 300 rads, but whatever that is. So so I'm guessing every living thing on this planet is dead now. So, okay. Yeah, probably. Well, so, Sentinel tells Optimus that Rhinox won't be operational before the planet blows up, which is, I think, in 30-some mega cycles. So No, it's not soon enough. Yeah, everything is, is blown up. Oh, Rat Trap calls Optimus down to the stasis pod. He's like, hey, you want to get down here? And uh, yep. he does. And Black Arachnia explains, like, okay, look, this stasis pod will fly, but it'll only respond to my commands. So Optimus mm-hmm. just grabs her and is like, so change it. <laughs> yeah. And she won't until he explains his plan, which is to take a transwarp cell in the stasis pod with himself, fly up to the thing that's pointed at them, and blow it to shit. Yeah, and Rat Trap's like, look, man, uh, Tarantulas didn't build uh, the escape pod, but the end of a planet buster but the tarantulas didn't build this at all it's a maximal thing exactly. but, you mean modified it but uh and we, that's optimus's plan is to use this to get there blow it up and uh they're like okay that's like a suicide mission like 
and they all start volunteering, like, you know, uh, yeah. oh, I'll do it, I'll do it. It was like, no, only a flyer can do it and fly out of there. And then Air Reds are like, fine, then let me do it. And it's like, <laughs> then he actually even says, all right, y'all piped up. What about you, Red Trap? And he's like, fuck that. Suicide ain't my contract, <laughs> pal. <laughs> um, oh, there was a neat scene, though, when... when um Black Arachne agrees to help them. Yes. She calls because Tigertron and Cheetor are holding her at bay, and she calls them pussycats. Yeah, and hand me pussycats. I have yeah. work to do. Now, did you notice is is she just shown much smaller than normal in this shot? Because like even Cheetor is she shown tiny. way taller than her in this shot. Yeah, and we've seen her fighting the Maximals before. She seems to be about their size. Like, she's about Cheetor's size, I'd say. She's taller than Rat Trap for sure. Definitely. So anyway, they all say their goodbyes. Optimus gets in the. Uh, uh, in the um, stasis pod and uh, Black Arachnia, they, they have their big moments and Black Arachnia just mocks them for their sentimentality. Like, oh, really? Are all Maximals full of such shit or something? And then Air Razor just punches her out. <laughs> um, so the stasis pod blasts off. Uh, it it kind of looks like Slave One. Yeah. So there's a Star Trek reference from John. Well, Star Wars, but yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, super fan. <laughs> so uh, Megatron watches all this on his monitor, and again, he's like, oh, it's all going according to plan. <laughs> he planned this, really? Uh, yeah, he he planned all of this. So Optimus uh, is in the, his little Slave One ship from Star Wars, and he's closing in on the alien weapon, and for some reason, he's flying towards it in the energy beam. Like, he could have approached it from the side, but... Yeah, you'd think. <laughs> yeah. Plus, it, it, it it's flying, like, straight on. Like, I think we mentioned this before, in, in uh, one episode with the, those really old Decepticon uh, Sentinels or something they were called, where you said, picture it like Superman flying, but the, it's like he's standing, but he's flying yeah. facing that way. It's like, why wouldn't you fly like a little more aerodynamically? But I, don't I, I don't know. <laughs> so, oh, Megatron, oh yeah, Optimus kind of sets the bomb and everything's good to go, and then Megatron appears in the communication screen, and this was his plan the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He's magnetically sealed the... Uh, the door shut. Yep, so Optimus is trapped in the stasis pod and he's headed right for the thing that's pointed at them. Yeah. And Megatron's like, Oh, how fitting that the captain is going up with the, or down with the ship, or should I say up with the ship? <laughs> it, and it's like, but there's so many questions I have about your plan, Megatron. <laughs> it really doesn't make sense. And it would be a whole episode to just get into what his plan was. So let's accept that it, it doesn't make sense when we're one. <laughs> we go back to Maximal HQ and they can't figure out why he won't get, Optimus won't get out of the stasis pod. Yeah, like, why aren't you ejected, man? You're there. Just get out. And then there was a weird thing where they cut to Tarantulas mm. or cut to Black Arachnia who laughs in Tarantulas's voice and her eyes glow that Tarantulas green. Yeah, her eyes light up green, same color. Yeah. Uh, and then we go back to the stasis pod. Megatron's laughing in victory. Oh, and Optimus's ship little stasis pod collides with the alien thing that's pointed at them <laughs> and it this actually looked like the death star when it blew up in the original release of a new hope yes yes how it was just like a couple firecrackers and then a ring yeah pretty much and i guess the ring and was they, in the they remake. show it from multiple angles like different takes but they they really dragged this out one of those angles Almost looked like Optimus's face was in the shrapnel that flies. Yeah, because the they, they do show something that's supposed to be. Yeah. Then the end. 
When Optimus sends Air Razor and Rattrop off in search of Predacons within the ship, he makes it clear that if they find any Predacons, he wants them functional, taken alive. All right, fine. That is exactly what this Optimus would want. That's what we've come to expect from his character, as with Optimus Prime and Rodimus Prime even before him. Well, if Rodimus wasn't such a mopey bastard, he could actually make a decision. Anyway, this is Air Razor and Rattrap you're talking to, Optimus. Like, these two aren't about to kill anyone. Well... They're maybe a notch up or two from Cheetor or Rhinox when it comes to being a pacifist, but guaranteed they take prisoners first. Now, if it were Dinobot you were sending in, then yeah, maybe it would be a good idea to remind him of the maximal position on the death penalty because he'd shoot and ask questions later. Much later. Like after he shot it dead and then shot it dead again six or seven more times, just in case. Like he does when he has South. It's like Sergeant Kalen in the Denim Marketplace, and you agree to help him with the thugs and the pearl, and he's all like, I said beat down, not kill. Let me make that really clear. Not on fire or exploded or make your nose, whatever. Here we are at the end of another episode, the last episode of season one of Defenpus Beast Wars. The, end, uh, yeah. the next episode is going to be our uh, season one wrap up that we do yep. at the end We're of every season. Talk about some the show things. nobody listens to. <laughs> yeah. uh, so until next time, if you still don't want to listen to us, you can read what we <laughs> put online uh, on Twitter. I'm at John Sobe. Paul's at P McPherson one. Yeah, and uh, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, and make sure you tell us what you're listening to us with, and uh, on, on Twitter or whatever means you want. And uh, tell all your friends. Tell everybody you know. Uh, tell them that they can find old episodes uh, where we uh, review G1 at TransformersNitpickers.podpeen.bedpudipapupudipapa Keep on transforming. See you later. Fuck that.